Our second scripture reading this morning comes from the Gospel of John. It describes Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Receive now this sacred story. The next day, the great crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus found a donkey and sat on it, for as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written of him and had been done to him. So the crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to testify. It was also because they heard that he had performed this sign that the crowd went to meet him. The Pharisees then said to one another, You see, you can do nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. May God continue to bless our understanding of this sacred text. Will you pray with me? May the meditations of all our hearts and minds and souls be pleasing unto you, O God, this day and forevermore. Amen. Well, this parade, this parade was not exactly what everyone was expecting. What sort of new king arrives on the back of a donkey? Well, it's a stark contrast to what was happening when the Roman governor's own showy parade arrived in Jerusalem for the Passover. Jesus enters the city in a way that symbolically subverts power, taking a route opposite of the military leaders. His entry made a definitive statement, imaging an alternative kind of power, a servant leader riding on a humble donkey. He knew this act would inch him closer to state-sanctioned torture and death. Well, Jesus' unassuming assembly represents a protest parade, a counter-narrative to the empire's extravagance and repression. The crowd shouts, Hosanna, literally begging this servant leader to save them from the oppressive Roman Empire. Their hosannas are prayers lifted up to God as well. The conflict was building between Jesus and the government rulers who feared that this Jesus was threatening their authority. The tension in the air was palpable. This vast outpouring of support for Jesus as he entered town might just cause an uprising against the powers that be. Well, it took courage for this crowd to gather and show support for Jesus, for surely the empire was taking note about who was there. But the crowd gathered anyway as they placed their hope in this one who they had heard just might be the Messiah, who just might be able to save them. Hosanna, God save us. Well, it also took courage for Jesus to enter Jerusalem with so much attention being drawn to him. But as we learn from last week's scripture reading, although Jesus' soul was troubled, he knew that this was the hour he had been called for. 
his triumphal entry into Jerusalem would finally provoke the Roman Empire to search him out and crucify him. Well, the root of the word courage is core, which means heart. We also heard in last week's scripture that God writes his covenant on our hearts. He resides within us. Jesus must surely have found the courage to enter Jerusalem, knowing that God was with him and within him, which of course means that we too can access courage from deep within us, from within our hearts. Well, we witnessed that kind of courage displayed this past summer during similar kinds of protest parades when thousands poured into the streets across the world to protest a comparable kind of oppression. Our brothers and sisters of color and their allies took to the streets to shout their own version of Hosanna, just like the crowd along that parade route on that first Palm Sunday shouted their Hosannas, God save us from the oppressive Roman Empire. The marchers this summer shouted, I can't breathe. Hosanna, save us. Just like those gathered along the first parade route came looking for a miracle, the crowds this summer shouted, say their names, God, Hosanna, save us. The ancient crowd came thirsting for knowledge and a divine revelation. Our parades this summer shouted, Black Lives Matter, Hosanna, save us. For those whose lives are in peril, Hosanna isn't just a cheer. It's a declaration of an emergency expressed to all who will listen and to our God who we trust is listening and we know who cares and who believes in all that we pray for. Well, they were prayers chanted in the streets, just like the Hosannas all those years ago as a humble man rode into Jerusalem on the back of a donkey. It took courage for the crowd to show up then, and it took courage for crowds to show up now. Well, activist and congressman John Lewis once said, courage is a reflection of the heart. It is a reflection of something deep within the man or woman or even child who must resist and must defy an authority that is morally wrong. John Lewis demonstrated his courage over and over again and again to stand up to systems that continually oppress our fellow citizens of color. John knew what it was like to have courage to show up for a peaceful parade, but that would still threaten the authorities. In 1965, despite the Civil Rights Act having been signed into law, black Americans were still being refused entrance to things like public places like restaurants and movie theaters. Systems remain that kept blacks from being able to cast their votes. In response to this ongoing discrimination, a march was planned from Montgomery to Montgomery, Alabama. Well, you may recall that it was John Lewis who peacefully led approximately 500 individuals across the Edmund Pettus Bridge. As they reached the crest of the bridge, they saw before them dozens of uniformed Alabama state troopers. John recalls all hell broke loose. Troopers and posse men swept forward like a human wave, a, blue, a blur of blue shirts and billy clubs and bullwhips. 
He received a sudden blow to the side of his head. He raised his arms and curled into a ball, but couldn't block the next blow to his head. He lapsed into semi-consciousness. The image of John Lewis being beaten was widely broadcast and sparked a national outrage. John Lewis spent the rest of his life peacefully protesting and advocating for racial justice. He stated, courage makes us march on despite fear and doubt on the road toward justice. Courage is not heroic, but is necessary as birds need wings to fly. Courage is not rooted in reason, but rather courage comes from a divine purpose to make things right. Jesus rode into Jerusalem, understanding his divine purpose to make things right. And I would like to think that although the crowds that we witnessed and perhaps even joined this past summer seem to have dispersed, that we too will have the courage to understand that we have a divine purpose to make things right. And I hope and pray that we have the courage to look deep within our hearts to defy systems and authorities that are morally wrong. Jesus came not just to save us, but to teach us how to dig deep within ourselves to live into our own divine purpose to make things right. Perhaps we begin by having the courage to march into Jerusalem with Jesus this week, knowing that danger lies ahead. Will we have the courage to stay the course and not disperse when things get hard? Will we find the strength to face the darkness of Maundy Thursday and see a glimpse of ourselves in Peter when he betrays Jesus? Will we have the courage to face the agony of Good Friday and not avert our eyes? Will we be there when they crucify our Lord? If, God willing, we find the courage to walk with Jesus throughout this week that we call holy, perhaps we will find the sunrise on Easter Day to be even more divine. May it be so. Amen.